Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we have a letter from Father Sapochko to St. Faustina from April of 1937. Vilnius, 22nd April, 1937. Dear Sister in Christ, In reply to your letter of the 15th of April, 1937, I hasten to inform you that, at the moment, the Archbishop is not giving his permission because the circumstances are not yet right. He asked me to write that, if such is the will of God, then divine providence will bring about suitable circumstances and no obstacles will be able to thwart God's plans, and then permission is likely to be granted. In my opinion, at the moment, we ought to pray that this feast be instituted. I am doing what I can in order to make this possible, and I can already see certain results. For the Feast of Mercy, I submitted articles to three dailies and one weekly in Vilnius. Moreover, I published a separate article entitled The Idea of God's Mercy in the Liturgy in the liturgical magazine Mysterium Christi and closing it at the same time, the published pamphlets with the image. The Catholic Press Agency published a report on this article, sending information under the title, In Support of a Separate Feast of Divine Mercy, to all newspapers in Poland, as well as to Polish newspapers abroad. This is already a certain step toward the realization of it, but a lot still remains to be done. So please pray for God's help and inspiration for me so that I may know what I am to do next. Reverend Heinrich Wernitzki, who lives in Krakow at 4B Wenschia Street, became very interested in this feast. He is a man of God, full of zeal for the glory of the Creator and the growth of the Church. Having read the pamphlet and my articles, He wrote me a letter expressing his full appreciation and readiness to set about helping in the propagation of the devotion to the divine mercy. I still do not know him personally, but I have heard a lot about him and I have read his books. At the present moment, I do not know whether I should enlighten him as to the origin of the idea of God's mercy. I am writing to you about him, sister, with the thought that if if the need arises, you can receive much help and advice from him. The Holy Father reluctantly grants permissions to leave the convent, and he will certainly not allow a religious sister who has left the convent to set up a new one afterwards. He would sooner permit a transfer from one convent to another. That is also why I think that if a new congregation is to be established, it must be formed without you, sister, for the time being. And only later on could you seek a transfer. Anyway, we should pray, because with God, nothing is impossible. I advise you to await the return of your director from Rome, and for now, pray, and do God's will freely, the more so because your health is not good at all, as I learned from your recent letter. The image remains in the Church of St. Michael. Closing this letter, I wish you good health, sister, and every possible divine blessing. I commend myself to your prayers so that I might fulfill God's will 
fittingly for the benefit of his church and of the faithful. Father Michał Sopochko. Father Sopochko writes that the Archbishop of Vilnius has not granted his permission yet because the circumstances are not yet right. This was just before World War II, and there was a lot going on in the world at that time. Father Sopochko wanted uh, Faustina and himself to concentrate first on praying that the feast of Divine Mercy would be established. The feast, in fact, was placed in the general Roman calendar only in the year 2000, 63 years later. But his writings were paving the way and making things better known. He wrote of a priest who was convinced of what he had read and offered to help. Father Sopochko informed Faustina, as we learned in the diary, that the Pope at that time, Pope Pius XI, was reluctant to grant a dispensation to a sister in final vows to leave her congregation, and if he did grant that permission, he would not then immediately give permission for that sister to found a new community, because once she was released from her vows, she wouldn't be a religious sister until she professed vows in a new community, so she would be founding a religious community as a laywoman. For this reason, he felt it would be easier if someone else founded the community and Faustina asked permission to transfer from one community to another. He advised her to pray and to wait until Father Andras returned from Rome. He recognized that her health was precarious. Even though God had given her strength, it was not clear that it would last for years to come. In fact, she died about a year and a half later. He wrote that the Divine Mercy image was still being displayed in the Church of St. Michael in Vilnius. God's will was unfolding. He advised Faustina to have patience. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.